0: Welcome to another episode of the Alicast, where I give you the latest and greatest news in gaming, anime, movies, TV, and sometimes music. I, of course, am your host, Phantom Alicard. And today we have quite a few things going on in the week, in the previous week, but I want to keep it short and sweet today. Kind of go over a little bit of uh, the games, the Summer Games Fest 2022 that's been going on the last couple of days. Uh, Give it some of it go into some of its weak and strong points uh not too too much that I want to go into um because there's just entirely too much to cover at the moment um and uh also spoiler alert we will be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi series that came out that I've been following the last few weeks which is actually actually really good but uh again spoiler alert when we get to that part of the show if you do not want to uh, if you don't want to hear anything that you haven't caught up on, perhaps like I would highly suggest turning that portion of the show off. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with the first topic, which is the summer games fest that's been going on since the ninth of last week um, where the show kicked off with quite a few, quite a few announcements, quite a few things that I was excited for actually. And honestly, like, it was a pretty good beginning minus a few things like the interviews. I didn't really care for any of the interviews to, to hear any of that stuff. Um, but of course, one of the most hyped games of the, of the showcase is the Callisto protocol, which is from the same developers who did, uh, dead space, which looked phenomenal, uh, aside from having a trailer, Aside from having the trailers and whatnot, we got to see a little bit of gameplay footage which made which looked phenomenal, which I expect no less from them um and it's really I'm really looking forward to that I'm really 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 looking forward to it uh, another game I was actually looking forward to which I was fairly impressed with was uh, and you won't hear me say this too often unless it's about uh Unless it's about a modern warfare, but modern warfare too. Uh, I am fairly convinced that uh, the only time that uh, Call of Duty actually gets anything right, uh, Activision Blizzard gets anything right, is when they are making a Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Which, in ca- if that if that's the case, scrap Treyarch, uh, get rid of Sledgehammer. I'm good with uh, I'm good with Modern Warfare. Maybe take some aspects from from Treyarch, like maybe a zombie uh, zombies uh, game game mode but there was a lot of things that they showed like the cover moves the cover moves uh depending on the setting and then it causes either you to be exposed your enemies to be exposed like they added so many things into that into that game that just made it look so much more appealing and i'm really, really 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 glad that this is actually dropping this year i couldn't wait for it honestly like uh uh Honestly, the last few days I'll tell you this. I've been playing uh I've been playing Modern Warfare trying to gear gear up and get ready for the next one to come up. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um The one thing that was in talks uh a lot and it's something that I'm not really too 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 excited for is uh the last the last uh part of the show which showed the last of us, uh the last of us being ported over to this gen so another port of the last of us and this time they've added on part one to show you that it is the first part of the series which made no sense to me but uh it is a remaster uh it does look okay it looks a little bit better but i'm still not impressed uh to which they brought all the actors on from the from the uh from the game to talk about a little bit about what's actually going to take place in the, in the, in the remake, as well as, uh, the TV show, which is dropping, I believe next year, if that, if I remember correctly, um, other than that, it was a, it was a wonderful kickoff. Of course they showed some of the things that we've already seen. Like, uh, I'm pretty excited for, um, for street fighter six street fighter six looks amazing i'm glad that we got to see we got to see uh a couple more characters uh, old school couple of old school characters and everybody looks aged right like everybody looks like they've been through something and it looks like they're trying to introduce some new characters uh this is also coming out on all platforms too which is actually pretty exciting to see that seeing as five was not released day one on Xbox so it will be releasing everywhere. Uh, it will be releasing on all platforms, uh, as soon as it drops on, or, or at least on both console platforms anyway. So I was pretty excited for that. Um, now if I look through here, right, if I look on their page, they considered, uh, state of play that happened June 2nd to be a part of the summer games fest, uh, to, in, in which to go into a, a little bit of that, um, it was basically the Capcom show. They showed uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, which I'm actually excited about. I was a little apprehensive with it at first just because like I was afraid that they would mess it up with like the new voice actors. Or what, like, but after seeing it, I'm like, you know what? I can deal with new voice actors. I don't care about that. Just don't cut any of the things that made for fun from the game. In fact, I'd love to see them add some new aspects to it. Uh, of course, we had we had plenty of announcements as far as uh, as far as uh Street Fighter 6 you got uh uh Resident Evil Village for VR for VR2 you have Horizon Call of the Mo- uh Call of the Mountain Stray there was a couple there was a couple of exclusives in there too like Stray I believe Stray is a is an exclusive Eternites looks looks all right I would I would I would uh, honestly get with that and there was just a few announcements that uh, there was there was it seemed to be more uh, of a third party of a third party show. And it had a lot of momentum to it as well. Like I was kind of, I was kind of upset that it bit cut off abruptly, like not upset, like where it's like entitlement upset. It was more like disappointed as and like, I wanted more. I wanted to see more and they just kind of cut the show abruptly. So they had some pretty good momentum. I would love to see them, uh, showcase more of uh ragnarok i would really love to see more of that uh which is slated to come out uh, at the end of the year i would love to see them showcase some more of spider-man 2 we're probably looking at a couple of years out for that one as well as wolverine though so um we'll fast forward uh into uh the 10th uh tribeca game show uh the ninth actually had had uh what what did they have devolver digital i didn't really really watch that because i'm not really a big fan of devolver digital i will say trek to yomi is actually a pretty good game and it got me into what their vision is um but apparently uh devolver digital show was a little bit wacky as usual it's it's something that you would expect them to do at e3 uh with the controversy and all all the acting all that good jazz uh moving on um the 10th, we had the uh Epic Game Store, which was a little lackluster, in my opinion. Um, uh, it was about 15 minutes. Now, from what I understood, the scheduling on the page says that it's supposed it was supposed to be an hour show. It ended up being like a 15 minute show of a bunch of things that we've already seen. And honestly, like it wasn't really all that exciting. Uh, same with Tribeca games. I can respect Tribeca, the Tribeca uh, a showcase for what it is. I can respect their vision and everything, but it just looked more like a documentary. And and, and honestly, quite, quite frankly, it was putting me to sleep. Like one of the games that they highlighted, which was, uh, I believe it was called uh, uh, Until Dusk or Until Dark. Let's take a look at it real quick while I'm in the middle of talking. But that just whole, um, that whole, that whole, uh, that whole segment just seemed boring and just long and drawn out into ways that it didn't really need to be drawn out. So, um, with that being said, like they announced some things, they, uh, they went into some details about, uh, in which they actually announced that the game, uh, the, uh, the Xbox game, uh, 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 showcase as well. um, let's see if i can find them so of course they they uh they announced a plague's tale which i have to play the first one it's called as dusk falls so that was the one that they really really spent a lot of time on um of course they announced uh cuphead the delicious last course with the dlc and the new playable character which was pretty which was actually pretty cool um the rest of it, though, I really wasn't impressed with, except for except Ox- Oxenfree two. I never really played the first one, so uh, it's definitely looking like I might have to end up streaming that soon. But everything else just looked really long, really drawn out, really, 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 really boring. Like I was really trying so hard not to fall asleep during it. So um, we are currently into xbox bethesda uh game game showcase uh where they showed a plethora of games that we have only a clue as to maybe about five or ten games maybe about five or six games that are coming out as usual it it was it was everything that i expected it to be they were going to announce a bunch of games that we have no idea when when they're going to come out and i'm pretty sure that they're only going to um Uh, they're only going to drop a few most of it of course is going to highlight game pass too which is not a bad thing like you want to see more games put on onto game pass right like i was really i was pretty happy to see persona actually coming out for on on on, uh in the game store uh uh, in the game pass so like what i would really have loved them to do is like put every single persona on game pass but you know it is what it is i'm grateful for what we get as far as that goes. Um, the one thing they seem to highlight a lot. Of course. And I know. I know. Y'all might disagree with me on this one. And, and, and it's okay if you do. Um, but I honestly think that. Uh, when it comes to. When it comes to uh, Microsoft. They are always going to deliver. One of three things. It's either going to be a flight simulator. Uh, uh, a Forza game. Or, 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 uh, they're going to release, re-release something that is already, that's already been talked about. Um, they highlighted a lot of Forza. They highlighted a uh, flight simulator, which you can get, uh, the, uh, the Pelican finally. So you can, you can actually ride around in the Pelican in the flight simulator. Uh, they have, uh, for Forza Horizon 5, they have the Hot Wheels edition. They have the Hot Wheels edition dropping. So and it's basically the same thing that they did with uh, with Forza Horizon Four, where they talked about, or it might have been three, if I'm not mistaken. It was either three or four, but they dropped Legos for it, and it really sells. So, and it's not that uh, Forza isn't bad, uh, but you know, you can always depend on them to drop those. But honestly, like I would really love them to drop uh, some things that would make sense to drop the showcase though starts off talking about redfall, which essentially looks like the vampire version. As my friend says, the vampire version of, uh, of left for dead. Uh, they kind of gave you a little bit of an insight of what you'll be looking into again. Also, this is one of the games that they push back to. So they kind of give you, gave you a little bit more insight uh, compared to the last time that they showed this, uh, to see what the gameplay would look like so forth, and so on um and then you just move on to simulators. simulators they announce of course they announce some of the, the stuff that we've already seen like they they announced some of the Tribeca stuff like they dropped the the uh, 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 uh a trailer for uh a plague's tale uh and as dusk falls, which again those like as, as dusk falls like it's interesting like it looks interesting, but at the end of the day like it just it just, it just looks like it's just going to be a long drawn out game. And I, I like what they did with the innovation, but other than that, like the art style, like all of it, like it, it, it just doesn't make sense for me to buy. Like if you, if you want to buy it, like I'm interested to, to see what you, what you think about it. I'll have, i have my Twitter, uh, in the description as well as some other links that you can check me out at as well, where we can discuss that stuff, uh, further. Uh, but the show goes on. They show overwatch 2, which was interesting to see that it's dropping in October. Uh, hopefully I'm crossing my fingers. Cause to be honest, I'm a little jaded on both Sony and Microsoft. Cause they have just been like really dropping the ball when it comes to releases. Like you can, you can count on third party releases, but when it comes to their own stuff, like, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really into, uh, what they're, what they're trying to sell at the moment. Um, but they showed a little bit of a uh, uh uh Overwatch 2 uh they dropped uh the Diablo 4 trailer which looks interesting but I'm curious to see if that's going to be received very well after the whole uh after the recent stuff that's been going on with uh their cell phone release of Diablo so I'm hoping I'm really 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 hoping that it gets Really good reception. I'm hoping that it's really good when it drops. Um, and we're looking at a, I believe it's a uh, 2023 release window. Could get pushed back again. Microsoft loves playing it safe. They don't like giving you release dates just as much as Sony doesn't. And to be honest with you, like if it didn't come out until 2024, it might be okay. If it, 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 it would at least give it enough time to for the heat to die down. That's on. Uh, the uh, Blizzard side of of uh, Activision Blizzard. So of course they have the full game of Grounded coming out finally. Um, Naraka is coming, is coming, which that actually excited me. I, I yeah, look, I'm not a big uh, battle royale fan, but let me tell you, if you drop a samurai battle royale or a ninja battle royale, I'm all in. I'm all in. You have me. You have me there. Um of course you have uh, uh uh what what else did they did they did they announce? They announced quite they they announced quite a few things uh that they have in their lineup. Uh they they showed Arc 2 uh but the most important part of the show which you kind of saw you kind of saw coming uh, aside from the aside from the uh The DLC uh, release for Fallout 76 and uh, um, Elder Scrolls uh, DLC coming soon. They finally released what Starfield was going to look like. And let me tell you, it looked pretty amazing. It looked wonderful. Let's pull up Starfield real quick. Starfield, they showed a lot of gameplay footage for it. Um, They showed... They showed quite a bit. They showed how you can uh how you can customize your characters, you can customize your ship. Um and they also showed uh basically kind of some of the some of the features that it was gonna have. So I believe they said it was over a thousand planets, um, as well as uh, uh as well as uh each planet being its own open world so if y'all are mad that it's getting pushed back if if y'all are mad i would honestly urge you not to be mad about it like it's really really it's it's a really good thing that they are pushing this game back because for as ambitious as it is we wouldn't want it to come out at the time that they they said it was slated to be released which was december originally if i'm not mistaken uh You wouldn't want it to come out and then just be really choppy, which I will say that in this showcase, like getting to see what it was, what was happening. Some of the stuff in it was just really, 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 really choppy. Like you could tell, like they, they need, they needed to work on some things. But one thing I was really excited about, because like we always get these issues when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, Bethesda games, where the facial features never match, they never match the words. So like the, the, the characters that you're talking to, they could be smiling while they're talking about some tragic, like, Oh my God, I can't believe that this person was killed. It is so, it's so tragic. And like, they'll be smiling and like their facial expression, like everybody's facial expressions were just perfect. Like every scene looked amazing uh it kind of gave me a feel of like uh, a mixture between fallout uh, a little bit of destiny um kind of kind of some borderlands but not not to the extent of the way it looks just the way it kind of it looks like it plays um and like they 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 kind of give you a little bit of a tour of what the universe is going to look like. They talk about like they've gone into so much detail that they go into uh, planets that are uh, in the habitable in in the habitable zone and who's not in the Goldilocks zone, uh, which is not always true. Like uh, from what I understand, but I could very well be wrong about that. But the fact that they took. Uh, it's much care to look into things of that nature tells me how hard they're working on this game. And I personally think that they have earned themselves at least another seven years until they bring out the next elder scrolls. Uh, so uh, this will be releasing on game pass day one. Like you don't even have to spend money on it. Like if you don't like it, just un- un- uh just uh, take it off. But honestly, like, the work that they put into it like they the customization just seems limitless as to like where if you're playing like a fallout or uh or uh elder scrolls it just seems like where where they have your limitations to what you can and can't uh uh customize like there's no limit to it like you can go into gender like hairstyles like walks all kinds of stuff like it is amazing what they did with it so That was probably the best part of the show. Now, the one thing that did disappoint me before I move on, the one thing that did disappoint me is that we didn't get to see fallout London, which looks amazing. If you have not seen the gameplay footage for that, I would highly, I would highly recommend going to check it out. I really wish they would have highlighted on that so we can get a date on when that's coming out, because I'm really looking forward to what to that, that fallout uh, in particular. Um, so other than that we still have a capcoms game show to get through as well as a multiverse uh showcase to get through on the 21st so uh i'll be covering that stuff on youtube uh uh as well so uh well it's time to get to the spoilers portion of the show uh again i highly recommend that if you have not caught up please turn this segment, this part of the episode off. We are going to get into Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show that is on Disney plus as of right now, as it's been out the last few weeks that has come out with four episodes and it is amazing. Let me tell you, uh, I can say that from from a review so far from a standpoint I will not spend too too much too much on this because I don't really have all the the details prepared for it but I will say kind of a little bit of what uh what I think of the series so far and kind of some of the stuff that's happening right now so uh as far as as far as the start of the show I really I, I want to say uh, amazing job implementing the prequel series the prequel trilogy of the movies into the show to actually introduce the old character that once played obi-wan it was amazing i love how they did that the show honestly the start of the show is everything to me it will always be everything i will always tell yeah, i can tell if it's starting off too slow too fast like like the pacing of a show seems to make the mark for uh if a show is going to be good or not sometimes it's not always the case though like for this one this show is actually the start of the show actually moves at a relatively fair pace like it's not too fast and it's not too slow you get to see some of the old characters like uh the uh, uh i believe he was the ambassador from uh alderaan from the last the the last of the trilogy you get to see leia what life is like for her on that said planet you get to see obi-wan who's just a regular working class man he's put away his uh he's put away his lightsaber he's just trying to live a normal life hiding away from the group of sith known as the inquisitors and there's approximately four i believe Um Reva being one of them being the third sister in which case like I've heard there's a lot of backlash towards her like even my wife has said like she doesn't really like her character like and I could see why but honestly like it does not take away anything from the show for me personally like I can easily ignore everything that's going on when it comes to her I'd love the fact that how the show starts off it's just Obi Wan is just living a normal life. He's having a conversation with with uh <laughs> with uh Luke's uncle about how much how much he can't stand uh he can't stand the Jedi for what they did to uh for what they did to uh Anakin. Uh in which case that comes back to fa- comes back to actually haunt haunt him a little bit when the Inquisitors come and they face him. So um, uh, but you actually get to see his disgust for for the, uh, for the Jedi as well as you get to see that there are Jedi that still exist after Order 66. So I think that's pretty cool what they did with that. Also, the way that they implement uh, Obi-Wan or how they bring Obi-Wan and Leia together, it just shows that when a new hope comes around, like how close they actually were. Um, so just to give you kind of a gist of the actual story is that Obi-Wan is finally called to help again once Leia is kidnapped uh, by the Inquisitors, somebody that was hired by the Inquisitors to lure out Obi-Wan so that uh, Vader can actually get, get to him, which was amazing because Obi-Wan has no idea that Anakin is alive and when he finds out that Anakin is alive, it's Darth Vader. He he's just like you could see the emotion on him. Like he's just like I can't believe like my old friend is is still alive, and the fact that he has to face him. Um, which by the third episode, I thought that was cool that he actually got the second rematch. Uh, I was really hoping for more, but you you really can't hope for too much from a man who put away the Force, who threw away his who 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 buried his lightsaber. You can't expect him to match the near strength of Darth Vader, who has had ten years. This is when this takes place, ten years after the events of uh, *Revenge of the Sith*, to be able to match Darth Vader. You can't expect that. So, I mean, it was a little, it was a little lacking, but I liked how they, how they introduced that. Um, up till now, where Leia's been. Leia's been kidnapped again, and Obi-Wan has to go to, uh, the Empire's base, one of the Empire's bases, just to get her back, uh um, uh, there's just a lot of a lot of great stories there's a lot of character development style uh, like even if you dislike Riva like her her character development is is actually one of the most impressive like as a person that just wants to be the grand inquisitor and she's willing to go through a lot she's planning ahead like and I mean like many steps ahead like she's tracking them down constantly she always knows where Leia's is going to be and where obi-wan's going to be she's constantly just working hard and the other inquisitors that are just working against her just it just makes for an amazing dynamic of the to the story i would really love to see more lightsaber battles in here but you know again i get it they're trying to develop a story and so on and so forth the development between uh obi-wan and leia is amazing as well it's almost as if it's like a uh, father daughter type of relationship almost like uh like leia starts off untrusting of obi-wan obi-wan's just like i just want to hurry up and get back to tatooine i i just i just want to get back to luke and he's just trying his best to get leia back into the arms of her father uh but just everything just keeps happening. There's there's always something new, always something new. Uh, You also get to see how much the Empire actually owns, which is quite a bit. Like in 10 years, they have managed to do quite a bit of damage and take over quite a bit of, uh, gain quite a bit of ground when it comes to uh, the galaxy. So all in all, like the show is amazing i'm really hoping that by episode five we get to see obi-wan finally duke it out with reva and the other inquisitors uh i hope we get another rematch between him and vader that just ends in a draw and then i just hope we get to see the two Luke and Leia grow up. I hope we get to see all of that kind of stuff because what they are doing essentially right now is leaving you on cliffhangers with every episode in the right way. Like at the final, the final uh, part of episode four, you get to find out how far Reva has planned. Like she has placed, she has placed a tracker on them. She is tracking them down. She is headed towards them. And many times where or at least a couple of times in her interactions with Vader where Vader first uh, threatened to uh, threatened to kill her if she failed to him about to kill her, but then she reveals that she's placed a tracker on them like there's so much that she's going through there's so much that vader is going through just to get to get to them uh, get to obi-wan as well like that is his main target i don't think vader really cares about any of the other jedi like he leaves that to the inquisitors it's obi-wan he's looking for that's the one and you can hear it when they actually fight again like he's like i'm doing to you what you did to me and like the minute he, he said that Obi-Wan looks at him, he's like, what have you become? He's like, I am everything that you made me. And he's like, he's just dragging him through the fire and everything of that matter. Like it's it's going hard right now. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, it's only six episodes, which uh, the fifth one comes out this week. Uh, the sixth one is slated for next week. So uh, I will give a more detailed uh review on that at some other point in time uh but with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna cut this one here i will have links to everything that you can find me on and support me if you want to support me on any of the other links i will have those in the description um and where you can find the video version of these which i will be posting these the rest of these at some point so uh with that being said thank you all for joining me i will be back monday after next and y'all have a good night or day wherever you are and i will see y'all later peace